Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post. The final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode is episode 346 of this year, marking Friday the 11th of December of the year 2020. On this day in history, in 1896, the chief electrical engineer of the British Post Office, William Priest, gave a public lecture in London called Telegraphy Without Wires, uh, suggesting that it might one day be possible to, to send telegraphs without wires. Uh, so I hold him entirely responsible for the actions of every single asshole online right now. <laughs> Your guest today for the podcast is the temporary president of the Unaffiliated Conspiracists of the World Union and uh, my long-time on-again, off-again ex-lover, Tom Ballard. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Alice. Pleasure to be back here. Screw you. Question everything. Nothing's real. Uh, what else did I used to say? Oh, yeah, you're a real bitch when we used to date. Um, Why did we go. break up, There's Tom? all my catchphrases out of the way. Why did we break up? We were so good together. <laughs> we were so good. We were hot and fiery and passionate, and it just didn't work out, I guess. Yeah. I think it was too expensive with all the furniture we kept smashing. That's true. And I used to have, keep having sex with men, which you frowned upon, because <laughs> you're a real close-minded, uptight bitch. Hey, look, I came, I attended these sessions. I can't control the expressions <laughs> my face makes. I just, have a, like, I just have a resting concentration face. That's true. Of course, we were in couples therapy with Andy Zaltzman, and his recommendation <laughs> for you to deal with the breakup was to do a daily podcast <laughs> set in a parallel bullshit dimension, which I thought was the stupidest idea I've ever heard of in it's my life. It's a ridiculous life. idea. I I have enough on my hands to deal with with daily actual news and satirizing that. And this dimension yes. has a lot going on. I don't know what I would make up that would be crazier than the shit that happens. 
this is what I said. I said, Andy, she already does a show about the news in this dimension. Why would she possibly make up the news of another one and do a whole other daily show? That's crazy. You're a crazy, stupid idiot, Andy Zoltzman. Shut the f*** up. That's what I said to him. And, that is, that is and what you said. I'm glad I did, you know. I remember it well. Yeah. Our top story for today is climate news, uh, Tom. Mm. But before we get to that, here's some headlines that we won't have time for. In the news today, the UK is doling out coronavirus vaccines like it's old people Christmas, which it will be for the old people who get vaccinated and are allowed to see their families for Christmas. It's hard to make <laughs> fun of a beautiful, heartwarming story like this, Tom. A triumph of human scientific achievement and a moment of hope in a world oppressed by the depressing option of believing in the virus and the even more depressing option of not believing in the virus. It's really hard to make fun of this uh, story, Tom, but I'm going to try. Well, I was going to try, but I got busy today with the jacuzzi I'm building on my space station with indentured labourers from the Mars prison colony. So I just wrote notes. Uh, this dot point says, poke your granny, and then a question mark in brackets. Poke her? Yeah. Why, just to see if it works? Yeah, I guess. Maybe maybe it was sort of something to do. I don't know what my, where my mind was. I think it was probably suggestive or, or, you know, the idea of jabbing your granny with something penetrative. Anyway... Gotcha. That's why I put the question mark in there. The next one says, what if your grandparents are shit? You've got to try them, try to sell them on the Bill Gates microchip conspiracy theory quickly. And that's it. That's all the fun ideas I had about this beautiful story. You, uh, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, obviously, coronavirus isn't real. The pandemic was a scam um, purported by Bill Gates. And, um, you know, no one should accept any vaccine whatsoever um, for either coronavirus or indeed uh, autism. But even if it did work, it would be bad to give it to old people because they vote Tory. So I'm, <laughs> I'm against the whole thing. And uh, you know, certainly before the next election, you know, Keir Starmer needs to get out of there. We need to get an actual left-wing Corbynite back in and then uh, make sure that none of those old wrinkly Tories get their hands on a vaccine. That's what I think. <laughs> In this dimension. Lefties can be wrinkly too. There's plenty of hack old lefties. That is so true. And you know what? That is my unwrinkly privilege coming through. (laughs) And I'm sorry. Uh, Speaking of the for-profit prison colony on Mars, communications have gone dark with the colony since the arrival of the Elon Musk robo-chipped pigs and Melania Trump with her bevy of kidnapped Calvin Klein models. Earth missions are reaching out trying to raise a response from the colony, but either communication systems are down or they've gone quiet deliberately. I know conspiracy theorists online have gone wild, speculating on what this means, from a Mars plague to full-on invasion plans. What do you think is most likely? You're tapped into the to the web on this. Mm, big time. Big and by time. that I mean the elaborate system of carrier pigeons that you all use to communicate with each other because you don't trust the internet. Yes, yes. Well, we used to think that Mars wasn't real and then we found out that Elon Musk was going there and we said, oh, okay, it must be good and real. Uh, we trust you, Daddy. Here's our billions of dollars. I do know something, a real fact, I don't know if they're accepted here on this podcast, but uh, Elon Musk's um, SpaceX contract for the Mars colony, whenever it may happen, and it is obviously happening right now in this reality in which we live, hmm. um, said that all the activities of SpaceX on Mars would be exempt from international law, uh, that international law as devised by human beings on planet Earth would not extend to Mars and anything they want to do, which is potentially the most sidious and horrific thing I've ever heard of my f- life what do you want to get up to up there elon you weird freaky mars man i mean that's that's one of the reasons why that billionaire conglomerate set up the for-profit prison colony on mars because they are exempt from all all of the laws and i mean 
the law that currently reigns there, of course, is gang law, presuming they're still all alive. It's been very violent for a long time. The pigs arrived and with their superior networked capacity to work as a team immediately dominated that landscape. But the arrival of Melania seems to have thrown things into absolute chaos. Well, she's got a lot of time in her hands now, I suppose. Now, are these are these is it is it people who commit crimes on Earth are then sent to Mars to be in prison, or is it for all Mars-based crimes that they go into the prison colony? Oh no, the whole of Mars is a prison colony. Oh, I see, I see. Like Australia, I see. It's the Australia of space. It's the red planet. <laughs> it's the down under, up over. Yeah, that makes sense. That all checks out. That all checks out. I, I'm glad I, I kept listening to this podcast. It's good. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for the headlines of stories we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because nothing lasts. Even your shadow leaves you in the dark, but you can always trust capitalism to be the Coco Chanel lipstick on the gaping moor of the infinite. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, riding on a one-horse open sleigh, your mouth can get dry and it's hard to register dehydration in the cold. (laughs) Why not try half a glass of water? There it is. Half a glass of water. It'll make the bells on your bobtails ring. (laughs) In the olden days, people who were rich enough would have had live-in servants. In the modern age, with rideshare, food delivery and Groupon, we all have access to a rotating servant class who we allow our butler corporations slash algorithms to sweep under the rug and treat like shit for us. The one thing we're missing is the personal touch. With a full-time household major domo out of the reach of most working families, you might be getting major FOMO. Your wife's not going to do that shit for you anymore unless she's one of those subservience revivalists, and let's be honest, they look like a lot of work in other ways. So, when something's weird in your neighbourhood, who are you going to call but returning sponsors, Goat Butlers? Goat Butlers, now with an all-female Goat Butler reboot that some people are going to hate. (laughs) I hated the Goat Butler's female reboot, but I told everybody that I loved it. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The last post. Top story today, climate news. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. The climate is all around us. Tom Ballard, what's happening in the world of climate right now? Otherwise often known as the world. (laughs) (laughs) The world of climate. Climate world. Um, Well, uh, obviously nothing is happening in the world of climate because, as we all know, Alice, the uh, anthropogenic climate change has been disproved. It's a lie. It's a hoax. It's a scam. Buy my book about it. Watch my movie. (laughs) What is real and what the global elites don't want you to know about is anthropomorphic climate change. Okay? <laughs> this is when the concept 
of climate change is personified, comes to life, visits me as I lie in my bed at night and talks to me about how all the polar bears are dying. Mm. It's real. It's a problem. Go to my website. I have footage. Yeah, Captain Planet was my first crush too. Sure. Oh, oh, I guess that is what he is. I gotta make some phone calls. Uh, at the same time as this uh, troubling news is out there, I've actually become a climate denier, Alice. Oh. Uh, not a denier of climate change. I just deny that the climate exists at all. Oh. I've never seen it. I've never met anyone who's seen the climate, and it seems a little too convenient to me. What the hell even is the climate? The usual condition of the temperature, humidity, atmospheric pressure, wind, rainfall, and other meteorological elements in an area of the Earth's surface for a long time? <laughs> a likely story. <laughs> like, I haven't heard that one before. What's next? The ozone layer? <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. What am I even talking about now? F*** you. How about that? <laughs> in other news, fossil fuel giant Exo Death Corp has just announced it will be moving a motion calling for consideration of a pivot towards a viable gross net offset zero emissions target goal at their next AGM in 2035. This is obviously really exciting news mm. for anyone committed to glacial climate action, particularly as soon there won't be any glaciers. Obviously, between now and 2035, Exo Death Corp will be ramping up its new panda bear fracking operation <laughs> in which they violently extract energy and methane out of the anus of endangered panda bears. And they have to be endangered, Alice. I can't stress that enough. That's really important to the whole process. The company has called on all corporate players to do their part as global citizens when it comes to climate change. Personally, I think they're full of shit because climate change isn't real and the climate doesn't exist. And I won't be taking any further questions on that. Uh, what's your carbon footprint, Alice? Have we, have we actually revealed that on the show at all? Uh, my carbon footprint? Uh, it's about eight, mm-hmm. eight and a half. Good. That's good. Now, you've got me there because I don't know what it's measured in. Well, um, 3940 European sizes. <laughs> I'm a 10 and a half in men's. <laughs> but um, here's some good news from Australia. The, go- the Australian government has officially decided to make all recreational drugs legal, figuring that because they refuse to do anything about climate change, everyone may as well get f***ed up, yeah? Let's be as high <laughs> as the sea levels, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Those are the major climate stories at the moment, Alice. Any thoughts or feelings? Uh, so many thoughts. And as always with you, Tom, so many feelings. But that's all the time we have for your top story <laughs> right now because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. This letter comes in from Chris saying, Dear Alice and today's guest, that's you today, Tom. Hello. Good luck to you, Chris. I'm writing to ask what's going on with the numbering of the Sunday episodes of The Weekend magazine. A few months ago, I noticed there was always a click or some static or some other sound when you said the number of the episode. I thought there may have been an issue with my podcast feed or the episode download, but then I noticed the numbering was off. For example, if Monday's episode was 301, Tuesday 302, and so on, then Sunday would be 307. Instead, that has now become the following Monday's number, and Sunday would get some increasingly odd sound. Last week, it was an inhuman howl, and this week, it was, well, nothing. Not so much silence as an audio auditory void like the concept of sound had forgotten to exist for a moment. Other than that momentary weirdness, the latest Sunday episode was fantastic, easily one of the best of the year. It was great to have Dennis Rodman back after nearly a year and a half. (laughs) Incidentally, I tried the pancake recipe you guys did on the show and they were amazing. Definitely my new go-to if I want to impress someone in the morning. Keep up the great work. Yours, Chris. P.S. Good luck to you, Christopher. P.P.S. That shirt really suits you, Ped. Tom, have you got any response to uh, this highly admin-related letter to the editor? 
I mean, it's excruciatingly boring, um, <laughs> but obviously it means a lot to Chris and we welcome all listener feedback and commentary. Do you have any explanation as to why the numbers of the episode have moved from traditional numbers to mere sounds or indeed even the absence of sound? Well, look, Chris, we are trying to put out a daily podcast across two dimensions. The glitch in the space-time continuum uh, unionised and demanded Sundays off. So, of course, people in the other dimension don't get Sundays. But in order to pander to their need to feel like the most important dimension, we've shifted the numberings and then given uh, something a little more personal to our real listeners here in this dimension um, if that's troubling to you, uh, you should listen to another podcast. I mean, you probably do listen mm. to other podcasts. There's very few people who listen to only one podcast. I recommend a range of podcasts for your listening needs in general. If you only listen to this podcast, oh boy, you gotta, <laughs> you need to get some help real quick and need to find some other sources for your media consumption for sure, yes. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but we will be sending you a personal T-shirt, uh, a half a glass of water T-shirt from our merchandise range. Uh, we will be sending that to you. Uh, we don't know where you live, so we will just send it somewhere and some lucky person in the world will get it given that our, our listenership spans the entire globe, that should meet with approval. But uh, if somebody doesn't understand, they can still use half a glass of water. I think the glitch in the universe is in charge of our merch, right? Like, I think <laughs> yeah. that could be a problem if we're handing it over to, to them. Oh, we just fire all our T-shirts into the void <laughs> with a T-shirt cannon. Hope they make it to Chris. Hope they happen. Hope they get there. Hope they fit. <laughs> it's the uncertainty that you pay for with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's Schrodinger's merchandise, really. Yeah. yeah, or isn't it? That's all the time we have for the show today. Thank you for listening to The Last Post. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. A big hello to our listeners in the other dimension with less than a month left until the end of the year. If you haven't shared us with your friends and social media, you're a coward without the courage of your convictions. Buy a f***ing t-shirt, you monster. Your guest today on the podcast was Tom Ballard. Tom, have you got anything to plug? Uh, sure. I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six-Year-Old. People can listen to that. Uh, very little conspiracy theory on there, but still worth your time. And um, I'm going to be touring in 2021 if when, when comedy is allowed again around Australia. And there is a book on its way. Uh, I don't know when it will be out or what the title is, but I'm writing a book because I have nothing else to do. Well, I'm, I'm quite close friends with an author. I could get you in touch with them. Please. That'd be great. It's a very specific genre. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that they write in it's sort of good <laughs> historical fiction. It's not like romance, is it? Oh, yeah. I hate that a bit shit. Bit of supernatural that's twist. Nonsense. <laughs> oh, that's the lame. Mine's about issues in the real world, actually, and that, that stuff that matters. It isn't <laughs> it isn't sexual, and by that I mean saying writes and then they had sex. Okay, so my mine's a, mine's a proper book, and I'll be focused on that. Thanks. Well, uh, we have a live show, a last post live show on the twentieth of December. Tickets are available on thebuglepodcast.com. The last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcast's production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A L I T E R A T I V E, or for one stop shop of all my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs, as well as my Tea with Alice salon. Sign up on patreon.com slash alicefraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer, Hench Thug, edit Sweet Factotum, is the iron fist inside his velvet glove, the inimitable Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.